Welcome to the Ask a Zentro podcast series, the podcast that delves into all aspects of business communications and collaboration, all with a real focus on you, the customer. Over the coming episodes, we'll sit down with Azentro staff, several of our key vendor partners, and even some of our wonderful customers as we discuss everything from the latest trends in communication and collaboration. We'll break down some of the complexities of the industry and share some helpful tips. It's all aimed at helping our listeners drive increased efficiencies, productivity, and profitability into their businesses. After all, it's not all about technology, it's about what the technology can do for our business that really counts. So let's get started with today's episode. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Azentro podcast. With me again today is Mr. Greg Fletcher-Harris. Hey, Gary, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. And we've got two very special guests today from MoreUp. We've got Mr. Brett Burgess, who's the CEO of MoreUp, and we've got Nicole Stevens, who's also the Business Development Manager at MoreUp. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hi, Greg and Gary. Hey, Brett, how are you? Hey, Nicole. Great to be here. Brett, Brett, let's start with you. I think probably the the best place to start is um, who is MoreUp? What do you guys do? And, and uh, we, we're really excited about the relationship at Zentro. So perhaps where do you fit into the uh, technology industry? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Greg. Um, so we set Mirror up, uh, up back in around 2018, really to drive reuse of, uh, of electronics. So today the world produces about 50 million tonnes of, uh, of e-waste every year. Um, and in Australia alone, there's somewhere around 27 million phones sitting in, uh, in drawers, uh, not being used. And so our goal was really to um, make sure every device got a second, third or even a fourth life. Um, that's really important for a couple of reasons. One, um, it's really important economically. Um, you know, it, it brings connectivity to people who might not uh, otherwise have been able to get that. Um, but it also significantly reduces... Um, a device's carbon footprint. So um, by giving a, a phone an extra life than what it would ordinarily um, have had, you've actually reduced its carbon footprint by up to 50%. So um, Murup was really set up to, to, to really sort of drive that. Um, and I guess how we've done that um, is we, we play sort of right across the entire device uh, ecosystem. So we do buybacks through to processing the devices at our own warehouse, through to sales, um, either wholesale or through our own direct-to-consumer channels, um, and even through some services we offer. So we're really playing across the entire space to make sure that that device has every opportunity um, to get another life. And then when it does come to the end of the life, um, we responsibly recycle it through our partners. There's nothing like a good news story, a bit bit of environment in there. It's a bit of uh, helping people that need a little bit of help with the third or fourth use of that device. Um, so it's just great to hear the story. And Nicole, you're you're a little bit more at the coalface from the from the sales side of things, working with us at Azentro. But Brett mentioned the buyback. What what's attractive for our customers and in industry about the buyback process? Yeah, Greg. So um, one of the things that we find, and I've had a career spanning kind of twenty years in the telecommunication industry. Um, always at probably at Telstra and then joining more up. 
So one of the things that we find is that customers typically would upgrade their phones every um, two to three years. And then when they upgrade, often they're left sitting in cupboards and drawers. They're not actually doing anything with them. As Brett mentioned, there's, you know, uh, you know, 26, 27 odd million um, sitting around there. In Australia, it's quite astounding, but e-waste is actually going growing at three times faster than household waste. Um, so we're finding customers are upgrading, phones are sitting around, um, not doing anything. Those phones actually hold uh, residual value. Um, so if you've got an iPhone 8 at the moment uh, paying up to, you know, $205, the value on a fleet of, you know, 50 devices d- does add up, could come up to kind of 10000 So the way um, what a buyback is, is in essence, we're buying back the old or unused hardware, whether it be smartphones, tablets, and also ICT equipment. When we get those phones, we do a secure data erasure um, process, which is all NIST. So that's not not the customer's responsibility, Nicole? No, not at all. Because I would imagine people would be a bit nervous about handing over their corporate phones. No, not at all. All that we get the customer to do is um, work with us. We've got heaps of guides. Uh, we've got free collection boxes, which hold up to 50 phones. Customer just needs to slot the phones into the box. We organise free collection, uh, get the customer to make sure that the activation locks and so forth have been taken off. We then come and collect and then we do all the heavy lifting from there. I guess the best bit about it is that the value of those devices goes back onto the customer's Telstra account and then they can use that money either for new hardware or um, for other telecommunication expenses. And of which that then they, they could then spend that money. Uh, I guess it's a bit like tech funds on the Absolutely. Telstra bill and, yep. and you could buy, as you said, new devices or even completely different things within the business from an IT, ICT perspective. Yeah. So I guess uh, how long, um, Nicole or, or Brett, how long has, has more up been around? Yes, we set up in 2018, so we're coming up to our uh, some third year, uh, Gary. Okay, so and and have you found there's been a, a good um, a good pickup in the industry from the whole system? Yeah, look, I think it. Um, we had a pretty crazy last year, obviously with COVID yeah. and, um, <laughs> and some of the supply chain issues that 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 sort of um, also had an impact. But we're certainly seeing the Australian market today um, is probably around 10 percent. Of all of, of sort of all the devices being sold are, are, are secondhand. Um, about three four years ago, that was sort of as low as four or five percent. Um, so you're seeing a lot of growth. Um, but we're still well below what you're seeing in the US and, and other developing countries, where it can be sort of 20 25 percent. Um, so is that is that best practice, Brett? That 25 percent is that what you're you know, what Australia should be aiming for? I think that that'll get us closer to the US and UK, but it's still nothing like cars right like used cars have a a, a rate of 80 90 percent phones are still sitting at 25 percent it's a pretty significant investment so i don't think we'll ever get to cars but i don't think 25 percent sort of a, a destination greg as opposed to maybe a signpost of where the us is at the moment but i still think there's there's more improvement to go from there as well sure because nicole look, look phones aren't cheap i mean you can spend 12 13 14 1500 bucks on a on a new phone these days. So to have, when you are refurbishing your fleet or the end of contract or, or whatever, th- this could go a long way to help fund refreshes, yeah? 
Yeah, and I mean, we are definitely seeing some customers are doing those bigger upgrades um, and trading all their devices in at once. But we're also seeing a lot of customers who just buy as they need. Um, so in that case, what we do is we can provide the customer a collection box as those old devices come back in or as they upgrade, they just slot the phones into the box. When the box is full, we then uh, organise a collection. It means that devices aren't sitting around um, in cupboards posing a security risk and it also means that the customer can maximise the value of the buyback, getting the best possible value um, for those older devices and then spending the money uh, to purchase new hardware um, and then just kind of refreshing their fleet as they need. Um, just the other thing that comes up quite a bit is a lot of customers are kind of looking at sustainability and seeing that they need to do something around sustainability, but not really sure what or how to do that. Uh, so often when we ask customers, what do you do with your e-waste today? I think some are doing nothing. As I've mentioned, they're just lying around. Others are just going straight to recycle. Um, so they're not reala realising that there's this step in the middle uh, where you can actually trade your phones in through a buyback and then get the residual value for them. So just on the, on talking about the, the recycling of it, obviously there's some, there, within a company there's going to be some security issues about the data that's left on the phone. So is that something that Moreup actually deal with? Uh, yes, it is. So we um, have got secure data erasure processes. Uh, we use uh, Blanco software, which is recognised uh, globally in the enterprise and government space. It's also ISO and um, NIST compliant. Uh, for those devices which hold value, they could go through that secure data erasure uh, process. We also provide the customer with certificates uh, to let them know that data has been erased. For devices which hold no value, so smashed, broken, severely damaged, um, cracked screens, water damage, uh, we recycle those through Mobile Muster. Um, Mobile Muster also securely um, do a data destruction of those devices. And at the end of those proce that process, we give the customer a recycling certificate. So they can actually see their environmental benefits. Uh, many find that useful to put back into annual reports or even back into their uh, website to show how they're helping to reduce uh, e-waste and their carbon footprint. If I can just add one thing on, on that as well, um, Gary and Greg. We, we've partnered with a, a company out of, the, out of Europe called Closing the Loop. So every time we sell a device, um, we ultimately don't know where that's going to end up, whether it's that life, the next life, or the one after. But, you know, there's estimates that, you know, north of 60% of devices are going to end up in a developing country. It's, you know, towards the end, and that's almost pretty much going to be e-waste. So what we do every time we sell a device, it's already had a significant improvement on the carbon footprint already, but what we actually do is try to make sure we're waste neutral. So we take a phone out of Africa to make sure that we're waste neutral. So phone comes out, ship it to Europe and gets responsibly recycled. So again, as, as procurement teams are looking, you know, we know that for all of them, top three priority is going to be sustainability. There's another way to kind of help meet some of those CSR goals that they've got. That's excellent. Yeah, it's just an awesome story. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to delve into a little bit of the, the personal side of things here. So Brett, you're obviously a very busy man being the CEO, but, but um, what do you do outside of work? Yeah, sure. So uh, married, with, uh, married with three kids, um, 
uh, I, I guess I'm, what, what takes a lot of my time is uh, I'm pretty passionate about kids being involved in, uh, in organised sport. I read a stat once that said you know, 3,000 kids went into juvenile detention last year and 2,997 of them didn't do some sort of organised sport because kids want to belong wow. to something. So, um, Isn't that, I've, got a, I've got a saying, Brett, that, or the saying that we use is a, a, a kid on the court. The kid in sport is a kid out of court. At 100%, right? So... Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, whether it's uh, Auskick coordinator, president of the junior footy club, coaching in basketball or footy, um, I spent a lot of my time, Gary, uh, you know, really kind of getting involved in that. And um, that also means my, uh, you know, sort of Friday afternoon through to about Sunday night is taking the kids to something um, or, uh, or doing some coaching or something over the weekend. So busy at work and busy at home. <laughs> and how about you, Nicole? Yeah, um, I've got two small children, uh, so six and eight. If I'm not running around after them with activities, I'm really passionate about volunteering. Yep. Uh, so there's two non-for-profits that I volunteer. One is the Hardy Miller Foundation. who provides scholarships uh, to disadvantaged girls um, from year nine and ten. So I've got three girls in New South Wales uh, that I, I coach. Um, and then I'm also really active with the Police Citizens Youth Club here in um, New South Wales. So they, um, their whole purpose is, I guess, similar, Brett, to what you were saying around the whole sport thing, is really to keep kids uh, fit and active and all, all around kind of crime prevention. Um, so I work uh, quite a lot with one of the uh, local cubs, um, just supporting them with kind of marketing and customer experience and a whole heap of things. It's, it's, it's just great to hear you know, more ups of business that's, um, I guess, giving back, giving back to our customers, um, you know, recycling, e-waste, giving back to the community and, and potentially underdeveloped companies and, and staff that are also giving back to the community. It's a bit of a good news story today. Yeah, I think um, even more up, Brett, you might want to share, uh, I mean, when we kind of set out, um, the thing that I liked about More Up and I guess why I chose to work at More Up is not only the sustainability element, but the also for purpose element. Um, so there's a number of non-for-profits, especially last year during COVID, that we uh, have donated handsets to. Uh, so Anglicare is one in WA, both Aboriginal community and uh, also people under domestic violence situations had no way of um, being uh, contacted. Um, and then there's a recent one that, Brett, you might want to talk about uh, that we've done in kind of, yeah, similar, similar circumstance. Yeah, that was really just partnering with um, with the team at Belong. Um, they were um, to, to looking to help some, some victims of domestic violence. So um, we donated a, about a hundred phones that um, that they could um, partner with some um, with some data um, program plans that they um, they sort of built for them. That's awesome. Okay, so as as we start to wrap it up, I'll, I'll close out with a question that um, is is what this podcast is all about. Nicole, how do, how do we get involved? How do customers get involved? Um, you know, if we are encouraging people to say, have you got cupboards full, drawers full of, of devices that are unused? What's what's the first step? Yeah, uh, so you can reach out to your um, Exentro account manager who will put you in contact with myself or my colleague, uh, Mario. We can either provide a quote, um, if we know make model quantity, or we just find some customers move straight into collection. So um, either off the back of the quote or into collection, we'll send you out our custom collection boxes. 
We've got one for smartphones and one for tablets. Um, the reason why they're good is not only is the phone secure whilst it's in transit, but you're also not adding um, more waste to the environment by having to bubble wrap your phones and so forth. Um, typically, the turnaround from the time the phones hit our warehouse is um, around uh, one to two weeks. So we'll do that uh, cosmetic assessment, the secure data erasure, and then come back at the end of the process uh, with an offer and the value of your devices, and then finalise that by putting the money onto your Telstra account. That's just awesome. Um, um, all right, Gary, I reckon uh, that uh, sort of wraps us up for today. Yeah, and I think just from uh, if any businesses is listening to our podcast, which I hope they are, um, <laughs> this just makes perfect sense. It really does. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a multi- it's sustainable, it's money back in their pocket, it's, it's just the perfect solution for, for all those e-waste and mobile equipment that's lying around. Yeah, excellent. Brett, Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on the Zentro podcast and um, we, we might touch base in six months, 12 months' time and just see if that percentage is getting up there, Brett. Terrific, look forward to it. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Greg. Thanks no, for thank having very us. much for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Azentro is based in Australia and has offices in Queensland, South Australia and Northern Territory. If you'd like to know more about Azentro, you can go to our website, azentro.com.au. That's A-Z-E-N-T-R-O.com.au. And don't forget to check out our social media as well. You'll find those links on our website.